0: Alrighty, Nikki, I'll let you take it away here.
1: Yeah, first of all, as always, I am outside. It's trash day, and I just want to let you know if you hear a garbage truck. It is because I am outside. (laughs) So today we have on my friend, Allie Parker, who is a photographer, social media guru, Enneagram 7. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so she's going to be joining us today as we dive into our fun little conversation.
2: Yay, I'm so excited. So excited.
1: Um, All right, guys, we are going to kick it off today um, to let's talk about our fun stuff, our random stuff and entertainment and news. Um, We love to talk about space.
0: Are Are you into space travel, Allie?
2: I am, but that's recent when they took a trip, I think it was a year ago somewhere. It launched out of, I think, Houston, and I was very excited. And since then, I love it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> was it the two t- two men that went up and then like came back down?
2: No, I think it was a group of four. That oh, went okay, okay. I can't I remember that. I remember, remember during
1: 2020, people were leaving, um, and, and uh, it was like a space trip during 2020, and people were like, oh, my gosh, they're so lucky <laughs> to leave Earth in 2020. <laughs> I love it,
2: for real. All right,
1: so we've got um, SpaceX, which is Elon Musk. Um, they launched their first private a privately crewed mission to space. So these are not professional astronauts. Um, it's basically a million, maybe billionaire or millionaire. I can't keep up. Um, he went to space with some random people, um, four of them. And I believe they're still in space currently. They launched. When, they,
0: when? Yeah. When did they come back?
1: I think Saturday. It's a three day. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Um, mm. So, which is just so interesting. Um, just that they're in space There's so no- i mean
0: it feels like in the last couple months we had the what we've talked about in this podcast richard branson they flew up in their cool looking virgin galactic fame but then jeff bezos blue origin was like oh they didn't cross the carmen line and then like literally the next week bezos and his brother you know took their uh phallic rocket ship up into space and uh crossed the Carmen line, came back down and was like, thank you to all the Amazon employees that made this happen. And meanwhile, they're all like pee- peeing in bottles because they can't leave their line. And so he got some backlash. But this seems like really the like game set match here. Elon's like, okay, no, these are actually uh, four people. They're not just going to go up and come back down. They're going to orbit the earth. And there's a Netflix documentary that just came out about this. Do you see that?
2: Yes. I haven't seen the whole thing. I've started watching it. I have not seen the whole thing. Is it about it's, SpaceX?
0: It's about this exact mission. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the the PR-wise, like, this is like the ultimate, hey, we're launching into space. Yeah. And not only that, on Netflix, we're premiering this multi-episode documentary about the whole story. And uh, you can binge watch it, and then they'll come back down to Earth, I guess, at the end of it.
1: Wow, crazy. Yeah, this is the best one so far because, again, they are staying in space. I I—I th- I don't know when, when I originally saw, like, Richard Branson and all of them going up, I thought they would be there longer. And then they came right back down, and I was like, oh, that's it? You know? Um, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's the coolest part about it is that they're up in space, you know?
0: Yeah, and it seemed... Because the, the Amazon one, I think we agreed, was a little cringeworthy, mainly because of Bezos' like newly
1: adopted
0: cowboy <laughs> persona or whatever but
1: um
0: yeah this one seems super legit so that's yeah, actually although, really cool
1: uh, so they won't say exactly it was also this one's also for charity and so although the um you know the the billionaire multimillionaire whatever he is uh who paid for it um you know i think they were saying that the seats i mean this is the guess is that they cost about 55 million per seat which is <laughs>
2: a lot of money mm. <laughs> anyway it's all fortune okay. to to go to space no big deal yeah. yeah
1: so um anyway all right so let's move on to disney um this one is interesting there's kind of been a little bit of fight um Well, with Disney already about their theatrical releases versus streaming releases. So Disney announced that um, the rest of their 2021 slate of movies are going to have only theatrical releases. Now, do you guys like in the last year, have you guys been watching movies streaming or have you
2: actually gone to the theater? Streaming always. Did, did you
0: do the premiere uh on any of the Disney or Pixar movies where you had to pay 30 bucks or whatever to get Oh access? yeah. <laughs> you did? Which ones did you do that for?
2: Um okay, so I definitely did Cruella when it okay. first came out cuz that was I just had to. And then uh-huh. um what was the one that was over the summer? It wasn't the the kid one, like the They had Mulan. I did Mulan with a friend. We had a movie night in her backyard with a projector. That was fun. Um, I'm trying to think of what, what other else was there. There was a Pixar.
0: No, the Pixar one was, you didn't have to do that. Uh, Luca, I don't no, think. No,
2: Luca was good though. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, this, this is interesting. So obviously, this comes after uh, Scarlett Johansson <laughs> sued Disney for not having a dedicated theatrical window for Black Widow. And and so, yeah, I think the details here, the rest of the slate of movies, they'll have a 45 day exclusive theatrical window and then be on Disney Plus. The whole premiere access thing was always a little convoluted to me because it's like, I'm sure people will do it. And I've we paid for one of them. I can't remember what it was, but. Um,
1: Raya and the Last Dragon. Yeah, Ooh, probably.
0: That one too. The, uh. It's like uh, it's like I'm already paying for Disney, and it's not all movies; it's only some of them that I have to pay. This to it's very confusing. So I think it's simpler to just do yeah, we'll do a theatrical release, and then. But the
1: thing is, is like, like, are people going to the theater? And and I think after the last, um, the Ten Rings movie that just came out, that they're saying yes, people are going to the theater. Um, I know I I went and saw um i've seen two movies since 2020 one in 2020 i can't remember what you were there chad i can't remember what movie that was um but i also saw last month i saw the black black widow in the theater um and there was so you you
0: you're part of those ticket sales that scarlett johansson didn't get
1: no, that she did get Oh, it. she did. But there's like a <laughs> minuscule
0: number of people that actually yeah, did you that. You
1: all are a part of the people yeah. money that they're not getting. I, okay. I, haven't,
0: I haven't seen Black Widow, so I'm not.
1: Yeah. So anyway, uh, it'll just be interesting to see. You know, I do like the 45-day release because, you know, currently, you know, I don't feel comfortable going to the theater right in this very moment, so I at least, as you know, movie watcher, I'm like, okay, I just have to wait the you know 45 days. It used to be where you had to be like, one day it'll come out on DVD, but now it's like, okay, I've got 45 days. That's not too long to wait.
0: <laughs> well, now we've got. So let me list the movies because I'm not even familiar with some of these. You got the Last Duel. Don't know what that is. Ron's Gone Wrong. Don't know what that is. Uh, Eternals, which we watched the trailer for that West Side Story, which is a big one that's a Spielberg movie, and then the King's Man, not familiar with that and then i I guess they have a new animated musical called Encanto uh and so those will all'll we'll have to wait for them to be on Disney plus, but you can see them in the theater, yeah um yeah
1: so I mean I think it's good I think it's working our way back to normal uh in our in complete chaos, so it's fine. I'm fine. Do, you, fine.
0: do you feel like we're post COVID the other day on one of our calls, Nikki did Somebody said, Oh, now that we're post COVID. And I was like, I, I was like, I I was like Exc- excuse me. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Name it and claim it, I guess, but it doesn't feel that way. Uh,
1: new normal, new normal, the new normal. Literally.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let me, I'll switch. This is uh so last week, sort of a little reveal, uh, Allie, um, I recently, in addition to serial head media, I'm helping to run a marketing department for a web three company. Do you know anything about crypto at all?
2: Do you want me to be honest or lie? Because no, no you, you I can, have no idea. idea. That's honest. Okay. That's,
0: to, that's totally no, fine. It's beyond um, life. but uh, so anyways, this is a, a company Same. called Polygon Studios. And so I'm I'm also I'm pulling double duty and I'm I'm running the marketing department over there. Um, And so we asked last week if anybody was interested in talking about more Web3 stuff. I prefer Web3 to crypto because crypto has a weird connotation. But anyway, so this is a little example of some of the stuff I'm up to in addition to Serial Head Media. And I thought was a good example of what NFTs are. So last week we did a, believe it or not, I helped host, uh, I believe, the very first Twitter Spaces event that the Dolce and Gabbana Twitter handle had ever done, and they and they they had no one there. So someone they're like, "Yes, you can use the handle," but somebody else ran the Twitter Spaces, um, and it was all around a an NFT line of a collection of fashion, right? That. I forget, I'm going to butcher their names, but the actual real people, Dolce and Gabbana, they're two real guys. The two of them designed these nine uh, items um, and they designed them by hand, but then they translated them into the digital space and, and built them with the Unreal Engine, which is this big video game engine. And so you can watch the video and you see what they look like. So what does all this mean? So it's an NFT and it goes live on Monday. And what happens is you can buy one of these. They're all one of ones. So it's a, a truly a, there's one of each of these existing. It's like a
2: yeah. a
0: jacket, a tiara, I think, another, uh, a dress, et cetera. So there's nine of them. They're going to be extremely expensive. I don't know how much they're going to be, but I'm assuming a lot, a lot of money. But you have to pay an Ethereum, which is a a cryptocurrency and what you get. So this is the utility of NFTs. Uh, You get the digital item. So like that crazy looking digital item, you own that. But there's multi uh, there's multi layers to it. So you can have that digital item. You also get um, the option to have that made physically. Um, which is sort of crazy. If you go look at what these are, they're really wild looking like diamond encrusted crown and all this sort of stuff. So you have the option of having it made physically. I believe you also get to name it or something like that and, and have it appear in one of their stores, whichever one you want. So like the New York store, the Tokyo store or whatever. Also, you it entitles you to a um an inv- their next invitation only couture show or whatever that happens in Milan. Um which is like there's no way to buy access to that. You so you have to have, be invited. And then also you get a personal tour of the Milan Atelier, I believe is what it's called. But
2: oh. <laughs> oh my goodness
0: um anyways, so the thing about this and you really if you're listening you've got to go look at it because it's like well what is it's really like they're they're pieces of clothing dolce and gabbana but they've been recreated in this digital realm and, and i think one of the other things and this is really nerdy crypto stuff but i think they would translate it into one of these metaverse lands where like you know, land, Somnium Space, they are these, like, metaverse platforms where people, like, own their little property and stuff. I think they would digitally, like, recreate it so you can walk around in your metaverse land wearing one of these. Mm-hmm.
1: See, Anyways. Allie, you're going to learn that when Chad ta- starts talking stuff. about Web 3, it's like he's talking to me, and he's talking to us as fellow humans. I just don't know...
0: Well, what? Well, what do you not understand about that? that? I thought this was a straightforward example. Like, this is something you can buy. Uh, It's a digital item, but the thing with NFTs is like, there's multiple. It's multi. There's multiple utilities to it.
1: Yeah, I think okay. So last week we broke down NFTs. What I gather from NFTs is there are uh, these images that you own, and that's all. Oh, it doesn't, have
0: to, be an, I mean, it doesn't not- have to be an image it can be anything um an nft is essentially like a certificate of authenticity
1: yes this is where i stop stop understanding yeah so
0: you can think of it and and this should for your husband who's a musician uh like it could be a song it could be an image in this case these are like animated uh you know items or whatever so basically the NFT is, it's a one of one. There's the certificate. There's only one of them. Only one person can ever own this. And uh, and so that's that's essentially what you're buying. And then along with it, they did a really good job of not only is it digital, you have all these other like real life things that benefits that come with it. Um, but it's also you truly own it. So then there's this whole other idea of like the secondary market. Once you own it, you could list it for sale again and you could make money if you want to and so in that way it becomes like a a collector's item type thing um
2: yeah sort of similar
0: to collecting high-end art but then
1: once we get into the metaverse Ali, are you familiar with? well
0: we'll do the metaverse later but um we'll do that later but anyways that was my other my other gig that i'm working on here was with dolce and gabbana that yeah, was fun. I the only thing I know about Dolce and Gabbana, I don't know if anybody will get this reference, is <laughs> Dolce and Gabbana, hello. Does yeah. anybody know that movie?
1: Yeah, what movie is that? Shoot, what is that? Uh is that It's,
0: uh, it's the one with Sasha Baird Cohen uh not Bruno? Borat Bruno. Bruno. Yes, yeah. yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. So,
0: <laughs> I can't oh, not your age. I can't <laughs> not say that,
1: which is a problem
0: when I anyways all right okay.
1: let's move into the tech well i guess that technically is the tech world so let's continue on with there let's talk about youtube um so youtube have, has launched its first podcast which is interesting um i i guess i never thought of they said when i read that they launched their first podcast i was like oh they don't have one already um so anyway, apparently they didn't. And it is really about um, exploring how online creators have found success. Um, and so it, it hasn't come out yet. It comes out next week on the September 22nd. Um, but yeah, they're just going into um, YouTube creators and how to be or how they're these specific ones are monetizing and being successful at that. Um, would you listen to that? Anybody? Anybody?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, well, I'm curious, Allie, what, what are your podcasts? you listen to
2: um, anything true crime you can find in my Spotify podcast playlist? Um, I love also just like hype me up stuff. So like things, motivational stuff. I love listening to some, you know, Christian stuff. It just depends on the day, but yeah, I love my podcast, but I only use Spotify. I don't use YouTube. I don't use YouTube for music, TV, nothing. So, this is something I would never use. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think it's interesting. Uh, you know, there's no, when you say there's no podcasts, like YouTube itself has never created a podcast, but there's loads of podcasts on YouTube. you done
2: video and not just audio, right?
0: Well, no, sometimes, which is always sort of funny to me, but, I, you know, sometimes I'll, stumble across an account that has a, their podcasts are on YouTube, but it's just the audio and the video is just like an image. And so it's like an hour long ever. Yeah, no, it's, it's interesting. I guess some people maybe do like, you know, there's YouTube music and, you know, it's sort of a a viable alternative to Spotify. I think for some people, I'm with you though, Ali. I use Spotify. I enjoy it and sort of, that's how i organize my the stuff that i listen to but um i think it's interesting like for example this podcast we put the video on youtube um but i to me this is like you know nikki we talk about this sometimes these these platforms are all just copying each other in this like arms race to get creators and obviously that's the whole podcast is about creators and so they're trying to get uh creators to uh come put their content on their platforms and so i don't think it's i don't think it's gonna be very long before youtube says hey we have literally a podcast audio only feature to the youtube mobile app Like Facebook was going to do that. Maybe, I don't know if they've done it yet, but they were very publicly saying that you were going to be able to put podcasts in your Facebook pages and stuff. I don't
2: social media as that though. Like where you, I don't, I wouldn't use social media to listen to a podcast. I would use a streaming app. Like, I mean, YouTube is, yes, right? But I wouldn't, to see, I don't know. I just, I wouldn't, I don't know. I would definitely- No,
0: it's, Facebook they're is- really trying to force you to do it. <laughs> they're trying to condition us Gosh. to do it. So, so uh, you know, I don't know if they'll be successful. It's, uh, you know, cause it's, it's very clear what the strategy is. It's yeah, they Spotify is a competitor mm-hmm. and, you know, the Apple podcast, uh, you know, directory is a competitor. So at some point, they want to help people discover this content and bring them into the YouTube ecosystem. I think it's interesting. This is like an interim play. So rather than doing all of that, there's like, okay, we'll create this content, which is super easy for them to do. But you can still listen to this podcast on Spotify and Apple and stuff like that. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what maybe they develop in the future. I definitely
1: this. think it's like, it's it's definitely showing people like... Uh, They really are just trying to bang it into our heads that like, hey, you can make a lot of money if you create content on our platform and we'll show you all the different ways to do it. Please, 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 please please do it. Uh, And so I think for like if you're in your early 20s and you're like, who am I? Like a lot of early 20s. You're like, what am I going to do with my life? Hey, let's try to uh, maybe I could do something on YouTube and you find your niche or whatever. Um, But, you know, there's also like, you know, since youtube uh youtubers is that what it's called that's what's called youtubers uh you know there's also been a lot of like negatives that come with that you know um especially like mommy vloggers type people like that's that's me uh not me but that's the people that i watch really you love. have a mommy vlog no that's the type of people that i like watch you know um because yeah. that's my life stage um, but, like, there's, you know, so much negative right now in that specific area of, you know, putting your kids out there. I don't know. There's, like, pros, but also cons. And so, um, you know, it's a very specific type of person who wants to put it all out there for the world. Well,
0: and- you got to keep in mind, like, who are they going after with creators? Like, yes, everybody, but it's also very much like trickle-down economics. They're trying to get the big, big heavyweights To do it, And meant by heavyweights. Ironically, it's probably like, you know, 20 year old TikTokers that blew up in the last year. And then, like, the logical next step for these people is to create a podcast to translate their audience over to YouTube. YouTube has a better partnership program than TikTok does, and they can quickly start making a lot of money. Um, But, you know, it's probably YouTube's like, well, how can we? Bring all of that into the ecosystem, so you have YouTube Shorts, which is direct rip off of TikTok. Um, so I, I I don't know, it's uh it's all interesting. It's
1: everything these days is a direct rip rip off of TikTok.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah, for for sure. I think yeah, we have another one. The next thing we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the next
1: thing we're talking about is Reels, a direct rip off of TikTok from from Instagram, Facebook, you know. Um, so basically, um, Instagram wants people to use reels, 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 reels. And so they are going to make it even easier by, or they're working on it. So this is what, you know, they're developing. So it's basically where you can turn your stories really super easy into a reel and you can clip it together and make it cool from stories that you've already posted. Um, so what are your thoughts on this? Would you use this Allie?
2: Oh, 10 out of 10. I would. I love my stories. Yes. I'm not a fan of reels though. I will say that I don't scroll, scroll on reels. I will TikTok all day, but I will not scroll on Instagram reels, but I would love to turn like my story is like a fun weekend that I had, adventuring, whatever. I'd love to turn that into a reel because Instagram is changing their algorithm anyways, and videos are getting way more, you know, views and likes and shares than anything. So I would use I would use it totally.
1: I could see you using it. Yeah. <laughs> I could see you. You know I love my stories. <laughs> I know I do. I'm always like next next next.
0: I I think people's the way people use social media is so fascinating cuz y'all, I mean y'all are very similar to my wife and it's Instagram stories is like I would say the primary way she views and communicates on social media. I I do not do that very much. I sort of rarely look at Instagram stories, but um yeah, I, I think it's interesting how these these sort of placements morph over time cuz a lot of like when they first launched Reels, everybody was, you know, was like, "Oh, I don't want to like lip sync do these TikTok things and do the point at little whatever." <laughs> uh but like clearly over time, it's going to morph into other types of content and they're just trying to get, they just need more content. And yeah. a lot of people maybe haven't uh, seen or experienced where Facebook makes these tools where it's like, Hey, we'll help you create a video. Cause like in the ad platform, um, they, they push videos so hard. They're like, have a little tool to upload some images and they'll automatically create this little video for you. Yeah. And
2: uh, the music, the transitions and stuff yeah. like that.
0: <laughs> and they're, it's like, okay, we get it. Like you're wanting more and more video on the platform. Some of them, you know, I rarely have ever used that in creating ads, but, uh, you know, they're not bad. Like however they do it automatically, it's like, oh, wow, this is like a decent little – same thing like users when you get your uh, – facebook memories or on your birthday oh, or yeah. whatever yeah, they yeah. make those automated uh yes. videos for you it's like they're pretty decent and people share those so i i think this will yeah probably be a huge boost to people creating reels content Yeah, i've never um, made a
1: reel for myself but <laughs> i uh would maybe consider it uh if i had like you know Clip it all together like what you're saying is like yes. Weekend,
2: like I that. think the issue with making a reel is you have to do every single detail. Like it's stopping, starting, stopping, starting. It's making sure that your transition's perfect, going back and editing it. Where this, if it does it for you and it looks good, I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Well, and it's and it's also like because that's reels do not have to be TikTok clones. We just all assume it's like oh you're wanting us to do a uh, you know, whatever little hoodie does or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm a grown man. I'm not going to wake at the camera. And you know what I mean? So I think this is them saying like, look, it can be really anything. It's just a different feed of content. Yeah. It's the the one sort of unifying thing is like music is a big part of it. So there's like a, there's always going to be like a track behind it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think it's cool, but I personally probably still won't look at it.
2: i I probably won't scroll i'll i'll probably post it i won't scroll and look at other people's though
0: somebody will is that that's the bet though somebody will (laughs) who who are those people
1: um, okay guys, let's take a little serious tone. Uh, we're going to go to Facebook. They published new insights. Um, it's basically a 61 page 63, something like that page document, um, on the insights and the ongoing impacts of the pandemic on small businesses. Um, if anything, this is just an interesting read. Um, you know, it's not, it's not just since 2020 cause obviously we know that was disastrous. Um, but it's, Uh, I think, believe, since early since February. So they're doing from February to now, um, which is September, just the 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 trends. Um, Really, they were relating it to the rollout of vaccines and how that's impacted small businesses. Um, And so just kind of some notes here. Women in minority led businesses were still likely more likely to be closed Um, but they did say, I think one of the silver linings of the whole document is that many small businesses have found success by shifting to digital tools. And that's 88% of all businesses, um, have shifted to using, um, online digital tools. Um, so yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting if you're a small business and you want to know, um, how, where things are going, how things are changing in, in relations to the pandemic. Um, yeah, it's worth the read. We'll we'll so we'll put it in with our um, newsletter so you guys can read that.
0: I I this reminds me like I remember literally like week one of the pandemic, and did some video conference call with I think our local chamber or something like that, and it I remember saying like, okay, this is all going to be like. This is the time if you've been dragging your feet on digital marketing, et cetera, et cetera, like you have to do it now. And and I think when we look back, uh, you know, you know, 10 years from now or whatever, like clearly the pandemic was a great accelerator of a lot of technologies. But especially for small businesses, it was already like a, a default that small businesses would have social media accounts and websites and stuff like that. I think it went from that to like, it's almost impossible to be a business without one. Um, And and same thing, like it's become very normal to do it, you know, really made zoom calls like a normal thing where in the past it was like only, you know, tech workers or whatever have zoom calls all day long. But now it's like, everybody is used to it even my my parents you know
1: yes um and it could be sitting uh, outside in your backyard in your position and it's like that's normalized now (laughs) yeah
0: and i this report is it also the other thing to me it's a reminder that facebook is it like you have to like constantly stop and remind yourself how powerful Facebook is globally, like this is a report you send to like the White House. You know what I mean? It's, it's you know, for consumers, it's like, oh, this is interesting. But this is like what the chief economist or whatever is interested in at the White House because they have access to an absurd amount of data to literally show what's happening in the world. Yeah, And Facebook by and large is built on top of small businesses like you have fortune 500 companies and stuff that that you know do big big things on facebook but like a statistically significant percentage of their ad revenue and stuff comes from small businesses and and obviously that's what you know governments care about and stuff but yeah i mean the 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 general consensus here is they seem to be saying hey we're <laughs> things are looking better which is like dear lord i hope they are
1: yeah seriously. Um, so, it's an interesting thing if you want to read all 60 pages. Um, yeah, you know, it's heavy, but whatever. I don't know. You know?
0: No, it's good. It's good news.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, all right, all right. So, here we go. Apple's, uh, you know, iPhone 13 event. A lot of big announcements here. Uh, here's, the, I'll be honest with you, though, I read this meme this morning when I woke up. Uh, it was like a minimalistic group that I'm in, but, um, or minimal, minimalist, minimalist, um, it was, I'm officially at the age where I am not upgrading my phone until it stops working. And I think that's where (laughs) I'm at guys. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I was always very like, Oh, the new iPhones, the new iPhones in my early twenties. Got to get it. Got to get it. I need the every year, the upgrade. And now I'm like, I'm tired. Can I, I just, I have the one, the one. Yeah. That's, I'm at the 10, I think. I have the 10. What, it's Allie, what's it's like
0: so Allie, do you have a healthy relationship with Al- Apple products? Or are you,
2: I'm are a you an fan. addict? I'm not an addict. I'm just a huge fan. I, like, I don't know. I've always gotten the f- new phones because I have AT&T. And, you know, it was, like, every other, uh-huh. every two years. And so I've always gotten a new phone on the S, like, whenever the S would come out. Oh, and now that they have this, like, next plan, it does excite me because my phone, I use it all day. I mean, it's, it mm-hmm. encompasses everything for me. Like ninety-five percent of my life is on my phone, so I'm a huge fan. I love Apple. I will never be an Android fan. I love. I just. I do. So, yeah. 13. I'm excited.
0: This what I mean. What's the difference though? It's basically everything's a little bit better, correct?
2: <laughs> I mean, all well, it is every time. But then that makes your old phone worse. So then you still have to be upgrading at some point. Well,
0: Hey, let me, I want to tell Apple this for the record. I'm recording this podcast on a 2015 MacBook Pro. Take that, Apple. And uh, so my computer is six years old. It's still kicking. Yes, I can only record, I think, this camera in 1080 and not 4K or whatever. But nobody really needs to see my face in 4K. Um but I I was to be honest I I was I thought they were going to leak something way, you know, snazzier in this Apple event. I thought they were going to do some AR VR headset thing, something, Cause,
2: right?
0: Cuz they kept teasing the images, the teaser trailers were like you were going through the phone and all this mm-hmm. stuff and I was like, "Oh, it's going to be this like, you know, all, you know, augmented reality thing." But they didn't do any of that. It was just uh, you know, every a little bit better iPad, a little bit better uh Apple Watch, phone, and then fitness, <laughs> which cracked me up. A big emphasis on their fitness classes. Yeah. What? You b- uh, all em- have an Apple Watch, first of all.
2: I do. Do you do all. any
0: fitness stuff?
2: Um, when I was doing bar classes, yes, like bar, like the ballet bar. Um, uh-huh. yes, but I use my my watches like if I don't have to answer. It's basically just. If I don't want to answer a text message, I can read it and not respond. So, it's like is it urgent? It's that's no. basically what I use it for. Just so, so
0: you don't what is it It's called fitness plus? Do you have that or do you have to subscribe to that or what is that?
2: I don't have it. Um so we have my fitness pal that automatically uh-huh. comes on. So, I'm thinking this is something that's like probably an app that you have to download, subscribe to like a monthly type thing. I don't know though.
0: Yeah, it's I'm always like what what are they what's the angle here? And to me this seems like cuz their Fitness Plus is a workout service and they're adding Pilates workouts, guided meditations, um group workouts. So to me it's like okay, Peloton, like the Calm app, like they can see and these other the things time. that are yeah, they're already successful And for these behemoths like Apple and Facebook, that's all they got to do is like, okay, who else has already like proven this market? We'll just go and like, you know, take some of those people.
1: That's everything in the tech world now. It's like, hmm, who can I copy today?
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Um, Um, Well, you know, yeah. So that's why I'm like, I've seen it. I've been excited. But that's me personally. I'm sure a lot of people are really excited for all of all of the. Um, you know, there's four, I think there's four, let's see, there's the iPhone 13, iPhone 13 mini, but then I think there is also the Pro, the iPhone 13 Pro, iPhone 13 Pro
2: Max. There's um, two,
0: there's too, too mini. I wish there was one.
2: Yes. So wait, does that make four new phones? Yeah. Oh, yep, I guess I didn't mean. even realize that. I yeah. like looked at it, but I didn't. That didn't. I thought the iPhone 13. I took it as, oh, that's the Pro. Then there's a Mini. But now that I'm reading it again, there's literally yeah. four phones that are about to come mm-hmm. out. What?
1: Now no. I don't know, Chad. Do you know what a bionic chip is? <laughs> Help me. Sounds like a
0: really good chip.
1: I'm like, what? They're all saying that it <laughs> is uh, equipped with the new A15 bionic chip uh but i don't know what an a15 bionic chip is um i will
0: i will, I will say the thing that i'm holding out for is a new uh macbook pro and then i will finally probably update this old this old baby that's still kicking here but uh i have heard the new chips whatever they are i think it's the m5 on the macbooks People are like, it's pretty crazy. Like every, as far as like speed, everything opens yeah, instantly. The
1: graphics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
0: uh, I'm, I am very used to the slowness of my computer right now. We're in like a good little rhythm. I, I also can't leave it unplugged because it'll randomly die on me. So I'm, it's, you know, I know that the time is ticking on this oh, old do you computer. you have
1: the buttons that you need to like push down that like are high and then like you like push down? You know what I'm talking What about. do you mean? My buttons are flat, basically, because um, I have a 2019, so my buttons are flat. But when I go in my husband's old 2015, it's like you have to, like, push in the button. I mean, all I have here
0: is, like, a huh? keyboard.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll tell you later if you have, like, an ancient keyboard. You also don't have the trackpad at the top.
0: No, yeah. I nev- that's the thing. I don't oh. want the trackpad, so I'm waiting until they get rid of the I trackpad. I think I
1: would like that. I've got the trackpad is amazing. I use it all the time. Every day, nah. every day, all the time. How do you? The one, shot? the it's one
0: like, thing cool. I sort of want, <laughs> yeah. but I'm afraid I don't know if it would work for me. Is I'm sort of considering like instead of a MacBook, an iPad Pro. Oh, uh, with
1: like in- attach a keyboard.
0: Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, because when I actually sit down to work, I, I, I have like an external monitor, anyways. But I'm like, I don't know. Anyways, all, all that to say is. You didn't get me, Apple. I'm not about to spend any more money right now. I'm going to wait and see what Allie's else you got. I
2: like, I'm going to line up at midnight. <laughs> like Apple Watch. No, I really do need a new Apple Watch. I'm on a Series 3. I mean, it's been, it's old. Like, it's old. It's probably time.
1: I
0: don't I don't have any watches. I just I just look at the sun to tell time. I mean, it's not
2: currently on me. It's sitting on my dresser. So I use it quite often, clearly. Yeah. Anyway, well, all right.
0: Thanks for being with us, Allie. Tell, tell us a little bit more about where you are on the internet, where people can follow you, et cetera, et cetera.
2: You can follow me on Instagram or uh, Facebook, uh, Joy Truth Photography, or my personal Ally Parker, A-L-L-Y, Parker with four R's at the end, because I am extra. <laughs> Yeah, bye. bye. see Good ya. Guys.